Welcome to chapel on this, the day of Pentecost. Let us pray. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your people and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. Holy Spirit, sent by the Father, ignite in us your holy fire. Strengthen your children with the gift of faith. Revive your church with the breath of love and renew the face of the earth through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. This reading is taken from the book of Acts. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Here ends the reading. It was a special birthday a few years back. Some friends gave us a bottle of Pommery champagne. I bunged it into the fridge straight away so that we could enjoy it together with our meal that evening. Seven o'clock, Julie came round. I unwrapped the foil, unscrewed the wire cage and prepared to let fly the cork. Cue the most feeble non-pop imaginable. 
kind of a soggy sigh. We poured it out, no fizz, flat as a pancake and vinegary to boot. By a bizarre coincidence, that's also the nature of Christianity without the Holy Spirit. No fizz, flat as a pancake and vinegary. The early church was gathered in Jerusalem shortly after Jesus had ascended off the stage. They were together, but prayerful and fearful, probably looking inward more than outward, when suddenly they're graced by the sound of a violent wind blowing that came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. I like to think of it like this. That's the sound of the 80s, if ever there was one. The distinctive rasp of a soda stream carbonating a bottle of water. At that first Pentecost, the Holy Spirit puts the fizz in the Christian faith. And pretty soon, the whole known world is speaking the international language of Shampas. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, Mesopotamians, Judeans, Cappadocians, people from Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egyptians, Libyans, Romans, Cretans and Arabs all heard the wonders of God being declared in their own language. Like the prize giving at a Grand Prix or one of those 1920s towers of glasses, the champagne is fizzing out over them all, the new wine of the kingdom. They can't figure out what it all means, but ironically, it seems like everybody's drunk. Peter stands up, the man who a few weeks ago couldn't bring himself to acknowledge that he knew Christ at all, and boldly proclaims that this is the prophet Joel coming true. The Old Testament guy who said, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Peter's appeal to the crowd is both the embodiment of the prophecy from Joel and the prompt for thousands to respond in just the way that Joel said they would. It's the champagne moment, the birth of the church. The gospel goes fizzing out into the world, on the lips and in the lives of the early Christians. 2,000 years later and many groups have claimed, and some still do claim, exclusive or conditional possession of the Holy Spirit. But if one thing seems abundantly clear from this first second as the cork flies from the bottle, God's Holy Spirit is no respecter of boundaries or regions or cliques or nations. All who call on the name of the Lord are saved. And the wind of the Holy Spirit blows even over those who do not call on God's name. Over me, over you. My prayer this Pentecost is that God might put some fizz into our faith, that we might go out in the power of the Holy Spirit, enthusiastic and exuberant, a champagne supernova.
Eternal God, Holy Father, our origin, our destiny, depth of our being, breath of our life, as you ever delight in the worship and service of your children, be pleased to pour your Holy Spirit upon us. As your Spirit came upon the prophets of old, grant us your Spirit of truth and understanding, that we may know your ways and walk in them. As your Spirit came upon Christ at the Jordan, grant us your Spirit of power and consecration, that we may enter into the ministry and victory of your Son. As your Spirit came upon your church in Jerusalem, grant us your Spirit of grace and love, that our lives may more fully reflect your glory and that the world might believe to the honour of your name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So now may the Spirit who hovered over the waters when the world was created breathe into you the life he gives. May the Spirit who overshadowed the Virgin when the Eternal Son came among us make you joyful in the service of the Lord. May the Spirit who set the Church on fire upon the day of Pentecost bring the world alive with the love of the risen Christ and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.